0: Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Gospel According to Mark podcast. In today's episode, I'll be talking about facing discouragement. If you enjoy this episode, or if it inspires you in any way, please be sure to share it with a friend. So, something that's been on my mind this week has been your own image, or your self image, or how you see yourself. A lot of people struggle with the idea that they're not enough, or that they're ugly. Are they look in the mirror and say, and they say, I'm overweight, or I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty, and I'm just here to go ahead and like rebuke all of those things, and because I just want you to know that you're more than enough. Uh, I'm I'm glad that I've been blessed to not struggle with these things, and I'm, I mean we all have our different struggles, and those struggles are what make us human, and they're what make us unique, but like. I know that it's really hard for some people to go to the mirror and not be able to see themselves as a human being. And I just want you to know that no matter what it is that you're struggling with, or no matter how you look, you are you and you are unique. And as long as you're being yourself, that is more valuable than any thing that society could try and tell you that you are. As long as you're doing your own thing and as long as you're living your life according to biblical principle and being good morally, you are you and you are unique and you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. When God made you, he didn't make a mistake. And I want you to always remember that no matter what people try to say and no matter what comparisons your head tries to throw at you. With that being said, go ahead and open up your Bibles to Daniel chapter 10, and I'll begin reading from verse 12. Do not fear, Daniel, he continued. From the first day you made up your mind to acquire understanding and humble yourself before God, your prayer was heard. Because of it, I started out. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia stood in my way for 21 days, until finally Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. I left him there with the prince of the kingdom of Persia, and came to make you understand what shall happen to your people in the last days, for there is yet a vision concerning those days. While he was speaking thus to me, I fell forward and kept silent. Then something like a hand touched my lips. I opened my mouth and said to the one standing before me, "My lord, I was seized with pangs at the vision, and I was powerless. How can my lord serve and speak with you, my lord?" For now, no strength or even breath is left in me. The one who looked like a man touched me again and strengthened me, saying, Do not fear, beloved. Peace. Take courage and be strong. When he spoke to me, I grew strong and said, Speak, my Lord, for you have strengthened me. Amen this verse is going so crazy man like (laughs) do not fear daniel he continued from the first day you made up your mind to acquire understanding and humble yourself before god your prayer was heard it's just so simple i I really like this little passage because it just goes on and on about how you just need to calm down and despite your circumstances just realize what's at work here So often during these times, we just find ourselves not just stopping to listen to what it is that God is trying to get from us, and how God can help us in the situations that we find ourselves in. And as we do these things, uh, life just seems to get harder and more frustrating, as we stray farther away from the thing that can help us through all of our struggles. And today, this episode is all about discouragement. And when I talk about discouragement, um discouragement is something that I have battled with for probably I mean ever since I can remember. I mean as a little kid you're just like, well how does how does like the thing with the Holy Spirit and the Jesus and the God work? How are they three in one? Right? Because obviously to any like just guy off the street if they don't know about God and you tell them that God is three and one, how are they able to understand or uh, try to wrap their head around what's going on with that? I mean they can't because like from uh like not long ago I was I was like, how is this yo, how is this working? I mean if you pull up a chair and say that this chair is also a pair. And um, a ticket to a movie is just like, huh? Yeah, I just, (laughs) it's a long story that I'll tell one day on one of these episodes. But um, back to the point, discouragement always deals with um, doubt. When Satan tries to send things our way to veer us off the path of righteousness and the path that we're trying to walk, these things take may take root. And they just they kind of like, isn't I'm trying to get to the volcano, but that's not it here. We're here, here we're, we're gonna start somewhere else. It's like it it's he plants a seed. And then this seed is watered by all of the insecurities that are running amok in our um in our like in our person in our spirit. And these seeds like grow this like terrible tree of bitterness and resentment and um, confusion and anxiety that is just in our spirit, and then we find ourselves lashing out at other people, and unable to pray because we're not at peace, right? Because this other mass has been planted in our spirit, so we don't have our peace. So when we go to try to combat the trials of life, these trials of life just knock us over because obviously where is our peace at? When we're dwelling in the flesh, we have no access to the spirit because they're one opposed to one another. And as these things are fighting for control, the flesh oftentimes oftentimes wins only because we're unable to continue to Ask God for help during these trying times. What discouragement seeks to do is to place doubt and to blind your senses. As you're over here fighting your temptation, because temptation comes every single day, and you're having a really hard time with these things because you're just under attack, what you have to understand is that God is always with you. And he is the solution and the winning outcome. He is how you are going to win. Because if you try this stuff on your own, when these prayers that you, when you think that you can solve all problems in the world just by you praying in your own power, you'll understand that these prayers won't won't work in the sense that you think they will. These prayers that you're trying to pray aren't they they don't have, like, the right... You're not in the right spirit. And when you try to pray in a false spirit, it's not going to work. God is always here. And he always hears what we have to say. But there's there's not, like... He's not always listening to what we have to say. Because as we're saying things, we might not be in the spirit. And he's not going to have us do anything that gratifies the flesh. And as we're going through our days... And we see these things all the time on the news about these horrible tragedies that are taking place, and taking lives, and warping people's mentalities. We feel a sense of hopelessness. And that's one of the main reasons why I don't watch the news. (laughs) I mean, you can like sit in front of that stuff and just be like, bruh. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. You you sit in front of the screen and then all of these negative emotions are waving like consuming you in a short amount of time. It's just like you just get it from your phone or like I don't know where you can get the information from. But I feel like as long as you're praying and you're being led to vital sources of information that can help you stay out of harm's way, that you're fine. But yeah, the news like that's lame. <laughs> I don't like the news at all. I I I think that it's pretty interesting. But I digress. When you're under attack and when all of these things feel make you feel smaller as if as if you're not enough because obviously they're going to work their way to your insecurities and you might feel as though Man, I just I don't know what to say. I, all of these people are losing their lives. All of these people are being abused. These um these unborn children are being murdered before they even have a chance to live out their lives. And I just feel I just feel lost. Lord, what what am I supposed to do? What is it that you want from me? How am I, how am I as one person supposed to combat this endless cycle of mass chaos and confusion and destruction? What is it that I, as a person, can do to help make the world a better place? And as you fall on your knees and ask for these things, you can be brought back to one principle. And that principle is that God is and God can. It's not our place to say, well, I'm supposed to be doing things because I'm a child of God. No. When you look at these things, and this is the greatest principle I probably ever learned, um, it's it's when Jesus goes back to the parable of the vines and the branches. God is or God and Jesus are the true they're the true vine, and we are the branches or the leaves. And the leaves don't do anything. They're rather, they're just extensions of God himself. And he can work through these things. Obviously, Paul writes, it is no longer I who live, who is living, but it's Christ who lives in me. And when you realize that it's not really your place to actively make the world a better place, Obviously, you make the world a better place, but when I say that, I mean it's all up to you and everything, all of your prayers are supposed to take care of the entire world. And if the world isn't getting better by the second, you're failing and you are terrible and you're not going to heaven or something like that. These negative thoughts that try to assassinate any ounce of hope or faith that you have for the Lord. You say that it's hard to believe when all of these things are taking place. But once you realize that the Lord himself is supposed to move through you in order to make the world better and more stable and more peaceful, you understand that all of these things are working together and all of these things are moving from person to person instead of on a mass scale. And some of these things you might not even see, you, they might not even bear fruit in your lifetime. But once you really understand that if it's just to change one soul, or if it's just to impact one person, you can be more than satisfied with that. So then you're probably wondering how, how is it that I get into contact with God? How can I find God in the midst of all of this turmoil that I'm going through? And I just want you to know that God answers prayers. No matter where you might find yourself right now, you might not know who God is, and you might just be like, man, out of spite, I'm just going to do what he says just to see if something happens. But God answers prayers. And all you have to do is just sit down, meditate, and pray and listen to him. Just listen to what's going on. Take a break from all of the negativity that's trying to actively plague you in your day-to-day and try to listen to the voice, the voice of peace and the voice of reason that so desperately tries to get drowned out because his voice is very distinct and quiet. It's not something that's booming and loud and says, Yo, what are you trying to do with your life? Like, what, what is it that all of these things that you have... No, the voice isn't like that. It's very calm and it's very quiet and it gets drowned out so very easily because we get so wrapped up in all of these secular activities that we engage in. I know from personal experience. Amidst all of these things, all of the chaos and struggles that are ongoing in our world, don't make yourself smaller. Please, please don't make yourself smaller. You're more than enough. And through your actions and through your own faith and through acquiring knowledge, through reading the word of God, you can become a better person and jump on this battlefield for Christ. You find God within you, you find him in all of the struggles that you go through, and as you begin to lean and depend on him, in these times of doubt, in these times of stress, in these times of anxiety, in the depression that you battle, and all of the unwillingness to go about your normal activities, as you find strength through the one that supplies all of your strength, you'll be able to just move and soar and fly fly away through all of these, through the muck and mire that tries to bring you down every single day. And as you do this, you'll know that God is with me at all times, and it is no longer I who live as I throw away all of these secular things that try to chain me and all of these expectations that try to set how I'm supposed to live and dictate how I'm supposed to live my life you will realize that the Lord is powerful, the Lord is with me, and the Lord wants me to be me. He doesn't want me to wear a mask. He doesn't want me to fall into societal ills. He wants me to be me, and that's why he made me. (laughs) He made me with a purpose, and he made me beautiful in the image of himself. All of these things can actively destroy the wickedness that tries to ensnare you, the doubt that tries to creep in and tell you that you're not enough, and that the world is always going to be a cruel and terrible place. But no, the child of God that looks back at you in the mirror, that is waiting to be set free and join you on the other side, says otherwise. The spirit that is actively fighting against all of these things that you try to drown yourself in, say, they say otherwise, or it says otherwise, <laughs> you know how it is, but these things, they make you who you are and you can't run away from these things because they are, they are so powerful they they have the power to get you through your day. They have the power to make you realize that in all of these efforts to gain praise from others or gain recognition from others, at the end of the day, they don't matter because the only thing that matters is you being you and you loving yourself. Those are the only things that matter at the end of the day. And when these attacks come at you and you feel as though you're not enough, realize that you're more than enough because you're a child of God. And there's nothing that can separate you from Him because He's always there with you through all of these things that you see. It's not like you're going through it alone. He's always there. And all He needs from you is for you to fall on your knees and ask Him for forgiveness And after asking him for forgiveness, talk to him and talk to him as if he's your friend or a parent or somebody that you haven't talked to in a long time. You're like, oh, shoot. Oh, oh, snap. Oh, is that? Is that? Oh, is that my Lord and Savior? And then you just you just you just go at it. It it just happens. It's beautiful. And he's always waiting for you. How actively is he waiting for you to respond to the DM? that you're leaving on read, Lord, Lord have mercy. <laughs> hmm. And with that being said, Father, how grateful we are that we were able to come together and rebuke the demons of discouragement, the seeds of doubt that try to actively attack us every single day. We thank you, Lord the opportunity to come together and read your word and grasp something from it we thank you for the many tools that you've given to us so that we may actively become involved in many different things that are constructive and bring us closer to you lord we ask for your forgiveness for these sins that we commit on a regular basis and we ask for a way out and that way out is through you We ask that you repair our brokenness and the feeling that we're not enough and that we can't talk to you, Lord, because you're always with us. We ask all of this through your holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that was discouragement. Discouragement is something that tries to sneak in, and if you're not quick to correct it, because... Uh, one of my teachers once said that doubt is practical atheism, and that's, like, that's deep, that stuff was hitting hard when she said that, but it's just so true, like, these things can just sneak in, and they can just, you, like, before you know it, you're just over here, like, and you don't want to be, you want to be, yes, sir, Jesus, all day, every day, so, you just, you just got to hop on that, like, check out of that, and then, like, pull up, and get in that Bible, and read it, and reflect on things. I I mean, I know these are hard times, and I know that these things feel as though it's impossible to, like, really glean anything from these situations, but you just have to understand that God is with you. God loves you. You are more than enough, and... There's nothing that society can throw. Um, did I say that right? Yeah. There's nothing that society can throw at you that will just like destroy you or that that you can't handle. And when I say you can't handle, I mean we can't handle, because I mean you and God and me and God and all of us and God, because all of these relationships can bring us closer to God and they can bring us out of the muck that actively is trying to just take us down. So to say discouragement has no power over you and you are free to live your life with God, taking it one step at a time